0: The NFL playoffs are here. We lay out our best prop bets for the action and react to Black Monday on tonight's program. Buckle up. It's the IBT podcast coming right at you. Cause I've been in tune, out of touch, coming off the bench, trying to shake the funk, check the style line, see who's up, that over, under, hit too clutch. And I'm
1: trying to avoid
2: getting carried away, with the chest. We sleeping on a trick play. Predicting all of my moves, like they see every play. I'm running it back, head down, get out of my way And it's for the law with only one thing to do I guess I'll say a prayer and put it all on the line for you What they don't know, something they haven't seen I find a gap on the screen and hit them right in between Yeah, I got it, and I got it
0: Just one thing to say, yeah, what they don't know had a scene, I'm off that mean
2: Joe Green. It got me fade in between, and I got. And I got. The In Between Fantasy Football Podcast.
0: All right, all right all right it is tuesday january 9th 2024 and the rat pack is back with you as the NFL playoffs approach and good vibes and hope remains for 14 different NFL teams my name is Seth Wilcock and I'm from the great Keystone State where two teams are ready to make a run and I am fired up for it I'm also joined by a man who witnessed the first Houston Texans NFL divisional title for them since 2019 he's summertime Eric he's big Tex. he's raised the Rome off Eric Rome what's up Eric
3: Man, feeling good heading into the playoffs. I just realized that we got a a clean sweep of playoff teams across the board here on the show tonight. Vibes are high.
0: Yeah, it was not looking pretty. It was not looking pretty for a lot of our teams uh, at different points in the season, but we are here. And we're also joined by a fantasy football icon, a man who isn't afraid to take some fucking swings with some takes. Trademark holder of Gooch Cheese and the heir of a piece of Packers ownership, he's Hoove. What's up, Hoove? My
1: mom's a Packer owner, but I'm inheritance, so like I'm like a heritage owner. There you go. So uh, that's what I like to say. I like to keep Nepo a baby. close eye on them Packers. You know, I got stock. I got future stock. My mom's got stock. So if they do bad, that's, that's, that hurts me. You know, where they really do good. <laughs> hey, I could get a little invested, but bang, bang, Niner gang all day. All right. I wore the red. We we're taking a bye week. We're chilling.
0: Yeah, chilling. So I came
1: on to talk some shit. Make some predictions, see who we're playing next week, do some scouting, how you do it. All right.
0: Let's go, man. Excited to have you both on the program tonight. On the show, we're going to talk coaches being fired around the league. (laughs) It is Black Monday. We'll react from a fantasy football perspective. Then we have between bets, our favorite NFL playoff prop bets and futures. This is a really fun time for NFL betting. Take that that bankroll that you built up. During the season, maybe some of your fantasy winnings and apply them to some cool different markets that are now available across sports books. And we'll wrap it up with some good news, some new uh, headlines around the sports, entertainment and news world. And uh, we'll poke a little fun at some stuff. We'll talk about some serious stuff in between and uh, it'll be a great show. We're also joined by audio producer Kyle Scott, who still recovering from blowing a three stroke lead on the last hole to me in disc golf just a couple of weeks ago. Kyle how you feeling have you recovered
2: yet no my arm is still sore uh (laughs) no um I'm feeling fine about that I've recovered enough mentally it's uh more about getting back out there to do it again uh and blow more leads in the future is what (laughs) I'm looking forward to
0: There we go. How about your your Green Bay Packers making the playoffs here? First time without Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. It looks like you have a guy and a playoff team. How are we feeling heading into Dallas on Sunday?
2: Uh, I could not be more confident that we are about to see the Packers in the Super Bowl, frankly. Oh, all right. Tides have certainly turned. We appreciate you joining
0: us, Kyle. And we appreciate the IBT family as well. Uh, I shared some highs highs and lows of the company this season on Twitter. So I want to share them here with you guys as well. We more than doubled our subscriber total on YouTube this past year. Website clicks went up 391% and you know we're still figuring this out we're still trying different type of content but thank you guys so much for all the support it means the world to us looks like we got albert already in the chat good evening ibt good evening Hi, to you albert. albert thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight man we appreciate you and everyone who likes our videos subscribes to the channels comments hangs out with us throughout the program You guys are the ones who are building this company up. So thank you guys so much for it. We really, really appreciate y'all. And let's go ahead. Let's jump into things. Let's get it started here with Front and Center. Sometimes taking that first step out the door is the hardest thing to do. Give it a chance. You'll be banging for more. Save the spot just for you. Somewhere in sweet. I've got you come to the place got to some fun. fun. Ain't got to worry not what it means. Come and give me the another because night, night is young. young. Oh, at least I so thought it's just in breaking news. Front and center. Damn, it was going down in the NFL today. Once again, coaches are being fired left and right here let's start with uh some of the bigger headlines commanders fire head coach ron rivera Twenty six, forty, and one as a head coach there i'm not shocked you guys know my feelings on ron rivera i'll give it to you eric uh three winning seasons in 13 years as a head coach that's all i gotta say
3: yeah i mean that's that's not it right that's not gonna help you keep your job um the the funny thing is like I I feel like Ron Rivera is like the perfect example of a guy that the game has just like completely passed him by. Like when he was at his peak coaching powers, he was thought to be an innovator and a risk taker riverboat Ron. And now the league just like hold my beer. And now he looks, he looks vanilla as shit, right? He's just like not saying anything on the sidelines, not taking any risks, not going for it on fourth down. So yeah, I mean, it's look, there's a, there's a place in time for every style of coaching. And I think, uh, I think the Ron Rivera styles probably uh, largely come to a close. In addition to his tenure with the with the Commanders,
0: who, if you could talk to Ron Rivera right now and say one or two sentences to him, what would you say?
1: I'd ask him what college program he's going to take over. That's what I wanted to know because, <laughs> yeah, like, you know he's, no, he's, he's got. I don't. It up. No way. I, no. Like, I mean, like, like even he Arthur doesn't Smith, even know his own players. Come even on, Arthur Smith. He's so, probably gonna go coaching in college because, like, his play style. Like, even though the NFL has passed him by, like, there's some programs that, like, his play style could still work. So, I wouldn't be surprised if you hear some names like Ron Rivera creep around. You know? Okay. Like, you know who well, knows? Matt Rule made it second. Made it a second homecoming and
3: Matt Rule, Greg Schiano, right? Like, there are some like middling college programs that would love to get an NFL coach up in there.
0: That's right. Uh, you're right. You're so fucking right too. Uh, speaking of Arthur Smith, Falcons fired head coach, Arthur Smith, uh, man, three straight seven and 10 seasons for him. Mediocre division as of late and just can't get the job done down the stretch. They might start out a little hot in contention and just kind of close loss after close loss. And it felt like the players kind of just gave up on him this, this past week had some really nice offensive production, but the defense just in the end getting absolutely torn up here uh who've any farewell thoughts for our guy Artie Smith <laughs>
1: uh, I'll hold I'll buy my tongue on this one I think I've said enough peace I've I've cracked enough, enough jokes you know like a man got fired we cracked enough jokes you know ding dong the witch is dead type energy so really like I'm honestly I'm past it you know like I only I got ruined by a few shares of Bijan, but I kind of knew, like, even though, like, I drafted him when, by 101, I knew what was going to happen. Like, you know, deep down. So I'm excited for, play. like, all the Drake London shareholders and and all the fucking Drake London or uh, all the Kyle Pitts ones. And I think they're free. Like, I, I'm trying to share a Johnny Smith share for, like, a third-round pick. No one's taking him. Why? Because he's done. If, if Arthur Smith's done, Johnny Smith is done.
0: You know, oh. these FedEx shipped the fuck out of here. You know. Yeah, looks uh looks like we got Katie in the chat tonight. What's up, Katie? Good to see you. <laughs> looks like we got Didi saying hello, hello, and saying, "Is that Eminem?" Hello, Seth and Eric. Uh, Who, once again, Slim Shady cannot escape you, my friend. I'm some shady. Yes, so I'm the real shady. Are you at the Slim shady? are just imitating. <laughs> Woo! I'm feeling it. Um. All right. So. <sighs> are we just like all happy about the Falcons? We don't know who the head coach is going to be, Eric. So there's not a ton of analysis here, but overall, like, are we thinking things get better for Bijan in year two? They get better for Kyle Pitts, Drake London, super talented, top 10 drafted NFL players who just haven't come to fruition yet.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like, I mean, there's almost nowhere to go, but up, right. Like even, even if things remain the same in terms of quarterback and we see, uh, you know, Desmond Ritter or replacement level NFL QB oh. in 2024, like the play calling and the decision-making has nothing but room for improvement. And then you add on top of that, the fact that I think they will improve a quarterback and yeah, the, the arrow is pointing up and look like for, for however much like we want to bemoan Arthur Smith as fantasy managers, you know, this, this week, black Monday in particular is is tough because it's people losing their jobs but in the case yeah. of arthur smith in particular like the king nepo baby like born on a silver platter has everything handed down to yeah. him smell you later loser yeah. don't touch this league ever again get out of here
0: i think arthur smith would actually be a really good college coach i think he, he you know he he seems like a really fun like, good vibing guy but just not made out for he the seems
3: fun i mean i i you gotta be I mean, the only person saying arthur smith seems fun <laughs>
0: I don't know. I, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I guess I just there have been some funny moments. I guess with him, maybe I should say that like he's yeah. kind of become a meme. So maybe that's why I consider him sure. fun. Um, you know, the Adam Gase of today. But uh, in more exciting news, Titans they fire head coach Mike Frable. Four straight winning seasons, two playoff wins to begin his tenure there. Uh, but then two losing seasons in a row. This seems more like less about underperforming and more like a GM and a head coach that didn't align. We heard last week from Adam Schefter that it didn't seem like, like this was who Mike Vrabel Vrabel wanted to hire. And it kind of just came all together here, Eric. And uh, now we say goodbye to uh, Mike Vrabel, at least in Tennessee, but he's going to be a hot name here.
3: Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised to see Vrabel get scooped up pretty quickly now that on the open market, um as a Texans fan, I'm happy to see him go, right? Mike Vrabel has been one of these coaches for years that just manages to get the absolute most out of some pretty mediocre rosters, right? So happy that that is out of the division, Um, you know, assuming that someone's going to scoop that up pretty quickly. And the thing to underscore is, is exactly what you said, right? Like, there was pretty clear reporting that when Tennessee was looking for their new GM a few years ago, Vrabel was vocal and adamant about, their other choice being the correct one, and they didn't make it. So, yeah. like, yep. I mean, once that happens, like, unless he's, like, unless he makes, like, a deep playoff run, there's no way that GM is just going to sit there and, like, let him skate by with a with a losing record, you know?
0: Yeah. Who, where do you think uh, Mike Frable ends up? Because right now there's Jim Harbaugh out there who's going to be a hot candidate. We'll talk about a potential other hot candidate, Bill Belichick as well. But Frable's right up there with him.
1: Yeah, I got some. Uh, I got some new articles coming out this next few weeks, and one of them is like the the top coaching candidates and where they're going to end up. And you know, like I was working on it today when this news broke, and it yeah. switched so much. In my yeah. opinion, you know, like with one of my articles, I had the Titans making moves to win. Now, nope, Mike Fred was gone; they're rebuilding. Rebuild. So scratch that. Yeah. So honestly, like one thing that I was really kicking around was is that all I've heard is that is that Jared Mayo is the answer is that he's going to be the guy that takes over for bill. If bill leaves and the linebacker coach for, for new England, they're just going to do it internally. And it's not that he's not deserving. It's that this draft or this uh, coaching this yeah. head coaching pool this year is just so stacked. It really is. It's like all stars. So yeah. So like, how can yeah. you, it's not settling because I really think Jared Mayo will be a head coach at once at some point, He'll get an opportunity. It's just like, this isn't the year to do it. Like there's just so many opportunities. If you really let bill go and you want to make a deep dive, like you could do it, you know, because there's a really good chance that they could end up there. I got the third overall pick right
0: now, I believe. So you think Vrabel could be the answer if bill walks in? Is that what you're kind of yeah. to here? Yeah, I, I think that if he's available and that he's in the,
1: like the ring of honor for the Patriots. Like how yeah. can they not go after Mike frable now that he's available? Eric,
0: what, won like three fucking Super Bowls with them or something?
3: Yeah, catching all kinds of weird uh, <laughs> yeah. touchdowns where he had to report eligible, right? So, yeah. I mean, there's 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 speculation out there that, you know, maybe the, the situation was a little tenuous, but wasn't exactly at a breaking point, mm-hmm. And he kind of accelerated the process along to get out the door under the assumption that he had kind of a, you know, streamlined path into, into new England. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it, how it all pans out, but it feels like a pretty like linear kind of thing. Just a straight line from one sideline to the next. It's an,
0: absolute,
1: go ahead. Who? One thing to add is that like Mike Fravel is a top 10 coach unanimously. Yeah. So it, like the fact that he's a, he's a free agent right now, he's not going to have, this isn't going to happen to him many times in his career. You know, kind of like an Andy Reid when he was better from the Eagles. You know, like he's gonna set, he's gonna go to a place. He's gonna be there for a long time. So, I think that the fact that Robert Kraft, you know, like he's he's been stuck with Bill for so long, or he's had Bill not stuck with him, but had him in a GM role and a head coaching role. If he just brings Mike Vrabel in, or even I've heard I heard today, what if Bill doesn't even leave? What if he just like continues on being GM and he brings Mike Vrabel in? Like I think it's unrealistic, but it's. Yeah, I, I I can still see Mike Vrabel coming in, and then them um, bringing in like an assistant. Like, there's always every every front office in in the NFL looks for front office people from New England, New England, San Francisco. Those are the top two that everyone seeks after. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they just like gave a uh, assistant general manager a promotion and brought in Mike Vrabel instead okay. of Jared Mayo.
0: I I will say uh, the saddest thing about this departure from Tennessee, in my opinion, is we don't get any more relationship between Vrabel and that reporter Gentry a couple weeks ago. That absolutely was taking some fucking firepower from uh, Mike Mike V. So uh, shout out Mike V. Shout out Gentry. We miss you uh we we got dd in the chat saying she loves andy reed uh we got tyler hanging out with us what's up tyler good to see hey, you man we, we got uh connor in the chat saying bryson de hoove yeah you kind of do give a little bryson de yeah, by for sure um better. some minor news we can just quickly touch on jaguars fire defensive coordinator mike caldwell and staff no surprise, pretty middle-of-the-road defense despite having some talent there uh, that just really hasn't been developed so far. Giants and uh, D.C. Wink Markin, Martindale also parting ways, and this has kind of been a bottom-of-the-barrel defense this year, but they've really held serve at times despite the poor offense kind of putting them in bad situations. So I think Wink will get another D.C. job probably as soon as this year. Um, don't, don't count Wink out quite yet. Panthers fired GM uh, Scott Fitterer. He's going to kind of just join uh, the rest of the Carolina Panthers that kind of went down in smoke here. And the remaining coaching questions here uh, are Bill Belichick, conflicting reports everywhere. We have no idea what to believe. Some are saying it's a Hail Mary. He gets back in with the Patriots. Some say he's not going to leave. Jay Glazer then is, is reporting and keep in mind, Jay Glazer fucking dialed in guy here. Uh, yeah, very close with Mike Tomlin Such tight reporting. Yeah. And he's reporting that Tomlin might step away, take a break after this season. Um, so that was kind of a bombshell for Steelers fans. Cause you know, we, we've gone on this fucking wave where fire Tomlin, keep Tomlin. And, and now it's like a keep Tomlin situation. We're hearing this a little wild there. Um, and the Jim, Har- Jim Harbaugh, wins the natty last night uh drew a really dominant performance from that michigan team and uh he hired don Yee last week so could he take a stab at the nfl eric with all this being said what is the most intriguing uh, of these questions and how do you think it all turns out
3: man i it's kind of a cop-out but i i feel like these are all pretty equally intriguing right like Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches of all time, uh, you know, certainly the greatest coach of the the recent generation. I was I was wincing earlier when Hoof suggested that there's a chance that Belichick might stay in the front office and bring v- Vrabel in the coach. Cause I, I think that should be the the opposite thing, right? Like if I if I was a Patriots fan, I would want Belichick on the sideline and making zero personnel decisions because that's really where he's pissed down his leg, right? So you know i mean where where he ends up if he's available like that totally changes the entire market of the the head coaching uh cycle this this offseason tomlin i mean glazer's reporting is always super tight like he gets everything right he he keeps his he keeps his sources close to the vest like he he does everything that you're looking for from a journalistic standpoint i kind of feel like tomlin is probably just trying to uh trying to step back a little bit maybe maybe get a little leverage on the front office right like you, you, Steelers fans, you got Ooh. it. You got it good with Mike Tomlin, and like the fact that there are calls for his jobs, like every season and a half. I won so. a playoff game since 2017. That's all I'm saying. I mean, yeah, but he's never had a losing season, right? Like, yeah, like he's it's he's a fantastic coach. It is, he is. You look across the landscape, the landscape of the NFL. How many organizations are burning through coaches every two, three, five years? And you've got that continuity and that continuity of excellence. And then, I mean, Harbaugh for me, th- this one feels kind of different because him him going out and, and testing the the NFL coaching waters as a means to get leverage and a little pay increase at Michigan has kind of become tradition for him. But this year in particular, I mean, yeah. he's got the notch in his belt with the natty. And also, we don't. We don't really know how this is all going to play out with the sign stealing scandal. So it would kind of make sense, like get all the glory, you know, absolutely build up and inflate your market as a potential head coaching candidate by winning the national title and then get out of Dodge before you have to deal with any of the repercussions. He's innocent. He said it last night. He's innocent. You don't believe him? I mean,
0: I believe the football gods. I believe the football <laughs> gods. They would have fucked him over if not. Uh, Hoof, I know you have a lot to say on this because Jim Harbaugh, you have a whole article about where you think he's going to land. Uh, quickly, just give us your thoughts on, on anything else you haven't touched on in that article. Mike Tomlin, do you think he's actually stepping away here? I I can agree to what Eric is saying,
1: is that when you got a good thing like Mike Tomlin, like Mike Vrabel, top 10 coach, top 5 coach in my opinion, honestly, probably top 3 coach um but it's almost like the difference in the organization i wrote about this in my next article that's coming up is uh the see there's organization are so stuck in their ways you know like they're they're so deep rooted into not giving up and focusing on what their their original plan was you know like look at how hard they dug their heels in to keep matt canada around oh, yeah. for as long as oh, they did yeah you know so for sure like look at the eagles you know like People are already talking about Nick Sirianni being gone. They just were just in the fucking Super Bowl. You know, they got rid of Andy Reid right away. Boom. Doug Peterson. He Pennsylvania's roots. ruthless. Years Boom. That's right. But it's the difference is that the Steelers aren't going to fire yeah. a winning coach unlike the Eagles would because the Eagles want that Super Bowl. The Steelers, even though they've won the most Super Bowls, right? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they've won the most Super Bowls. They, they've kind of faded away from that they're not focused on Super Bowls they're focused on doing it the Pittsburgh Mediocrine. way
0: like yeah yeah
1: so would it be the worst thing in the world who knows maybe they need a spark like obviously if Mason Rudolph is doing better than what their first rounder was doing something's wrong is that Russell Wilson probably not because it's just not the Pittsburgh way but something needs to get fixed so um, I think he comes back I think I think Bill's gone I think that they're just biting their teeth on it they're kind of deciding like this like the Titans. They didn't know whether they're going to just do this lengthy process to trade Bill or trade Mike Ta- Mike Frable in the Titans uh, yeah. scenario or whether they're going to like just let him go and let him choose his team. So I think that regardless, they're going to come to a decision that he's going to be gone. They're going to bring someone else in, um, and I think it's the Chargers. I really do. I think that we're going to have a division that if you're going to beat Patrick Mahomes, it's going to be Andy Reid, sean payton jim harbaugh and bill belichick in the same division in the afc west slugging it out you're a sicko you're a a sicko all
0: right guys let's move from uh let's move from that let's let's go ahead and get into some bets um all right between bets let's fire it up between between that sets We win, you win, we all win. We're going to talk some bets for the postseason. As we kind of alluded to earlier, this is one of our favorite times to put out a betting card because we have so many different interesting markets now on the table, especially over at our partner DraftKings. Uh, Playoff leaders, playoff specials, props, futures, etc. You can kind of get them all right now. And Eric, I know you've already kind of made a little bit of a coin in the future market this season. I just had some uh, nice futures cash. I, I had a Packers make the playoffs. I had... Uh, a texans to go over their win total a colts go over their their win total so uh it's been a good couple of weeks here we have some bankroll to play with um i'm gonna go ahead and hand things over to you where are you going here with your first uh playoff future bet
3: yeah there's a there's quite a lot to like in those uh in those playoff markets over on DraftKings. so um first and foremost like Go over there and, and shop shop around those lines because there, there are some interesting lines out there. It's kind of hard for me to select two. The two that I did select, I'll start with one that's a little bit chalkier. Um, I've got CD Lamb with the most playoff receiving yards. It's plus 175. For, for me, part of the equation here, I'm looking for someone who's going to play in the first weekend of, yeah. of the playoffs, right? Having the potential for all four games is a huge thing that I'm looking for. And obviously CeeDee Lamb is coming off of a pretty prolific receiving yard season. So, um, you know, he is, he is the odds on favorite at plus 175. So going a little bit chalky here, but I'll counterbalance it with my second wager. And that's Isaiah Pacheco to be the leading rusher at plus 1500. Uh, Part of the same logic applies here, right? Looking for someone that, you know a i think can make a deep playoff run that starts off by playing in super wild card weekend but also isaiah pacheco like he's got a 73% opportunity share in this backfield right so like every game that that kansas city is playing in he's going to see the vast majority of the carries in that game and there's there's a little bit of an arbitrage here if, if you look at the uh the odds to make the super bowl out of the afc kansas city is 5 to 1 but Isaiah Pacheco is 15 to 1 to to lead the the playoffs in in rushing yards, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you're getting you're getting 3x odds to basically say if Kansas City makes the Super Bowl, there's a very good chance that Isaiah Pacheco is the leading rusher having played in all four games at that point.
0: I think that's a great value bet when looking at this board, Eric. This was like a really weird market to look at. I thought the rushing yards in particular. Tony Pollard's at seven and a half after James it was Cook.
2: Was on head, man. Yeah, it's th- three
0: plus three sixty. McCaffrey plus one seventy five. Devin Singletary is eight and a half to one. That makes no sense. That makes like that one just feels like a misprice because like Cause do you really have? The, do you Come really on, have the? Dexans and Kyron Williams even 13 to one swift 14 to one like I think Pacheco 15 to one like I might have to add that to my card Eric that's a really good one the um one. I'm, about money. I'm about it I'm about it your money yeah good good call there um who I'll throw it over to you for your first bet man what do you what are you liking I I'm gonna counter
1: Eric right now because that is just before I get into mine I just gotta ask him how far do you have the Cowboys going
3: I've got him making it to the NFC championship game.
1: Okay. And so can you a- answer this for me? Uh, do you remember the, the the playoffs last year for the fantasy football? Can you tell me what happened to Justin Jefferson?
0: I don't even I'm know what specifically. He,
1: went- yeah, the- he disappeared. Why? Because he was playing Jair Alexander. Is Jair Alexander still suspended for that mishap down in Carolina? No, he's back. He's back. Nope, he's back. So, what's going to happen this week when when the Dallas Cowboys play the Green Bay Packers? What's going to happen? You think that Jair Alexander is going to take a? <sighs> Jair easy on doesn't him?
0: travel though. He doesn't. Yeah, won't play. Jair he just,
3: plays his side. Like that's not that yeah. tough of a matchup. Yeah. And Ceedee Lamb has torched way more difficult matchups than Jair Alexander this year.
0: Yeah, I'm not worried about Jair anymore. Hoove. I just don't think he's, he's the same guy. Seven, at a plus seven and a half,
1: you wait you wait I'll all right take
0: it. Ooh, before, you wait. before we get to yours let, let's pull up the uh let's pull up the odds here uh just in general for the super bowl okay. and i think this can kind of tell us like 49ers now have just cruised to the absolute favorite are you guys putting anything on any futures here to win the super bowl outright to make it to the super bowl anything absolutely Okay. Let, let let let's let's start there before we go to Hoof's prop. Who Hoof, what do you have? Are you just taking the 49ers to win it at at 2 and a half, what what is that? Plus 220 to Absolutely. win it? Absolutely. I know how my
1: playoffs go. I I can tell you. the 49ers are going to win it. I've been saying it since the start. We are the best team. You wait. You wait.
0: We <laughs> to find out. Fuck around and find out. Eric, what about you? Do you have any, are you taking anything here? There's nothing honestly to me that stands out. I don't mind nine and a half to one for the chiefs. I think that's potentially intriguing, but outside of that, I can't really see anyone at the 15 to one or, or, or better to to even make a run here.
3: Yeah, this, this one's kind of tough, right? Like the, the playoff field is, is super wide open this year. I mean if if you want to talk about Buffalo sneaking in at plus 650 that's an okay price. But yeah, like for for me like in a in a in a year where there are so many different teams that you can legitimately make a case for not only making yeah. it to but you know competing and competing in a Super Bowl, like I want I want teams that are like plus 850 plus 900 before yeah. I feel really good about jumping into a a, a futures market especially when there are so many exploitable lines specifically on the players right like mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. you can essentially place this bet and get more favorable odds with a you know leading passer line with a leading rushing yard line so or one of those like
0: I, I would, 750 accumulated yards or 500 accumulated yards like like yeah
3: like there there are ways yeah. that essentially get you to the same outcome but at a at a at a more juiced up price right
0: what about thirty-five to one for our guys in in Cleveland? Any love for that, Eric? I, I know you you were you know pretty high on the Browns. You cashed out already and outright on them to to make it to the Super Bowl. Could you get behind thirty-five to one? I mean, this defense, dude, is fucking nasty.
3: Yeah this this defense is absolutely Super Bowl caliber, right? Um, you know, Joe Flacco has been playing at a you know a a contending level for the last you know handful of weeks of the season. But also, like, he's still he's still made some Joe Flacco-esque mistakes, right? Like, you know, granted, the you know, the team has managed to overcome and, and win really all of those games. But, like, one of those mistakes in a, in a critical time in a playoff game and your season's yeah. over, right? So, like, you know, if you want to talk about, like, a quarter unit or a half unit, I can totally get behind it. It's always fun to have a long, odd uh, ticket out there for a good sweat. But, yeah. I mean, realistically, <laughs> like, that – they're going to have to knock down some behemoths to come out of the AFC. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, so you
1: had Isaiah Pacheco earlier as your leading rusher. So you think the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl?
3: I think that they have a better than five to one chance of going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm with there. So, I'm with Eric
1: because I, if you look at it, it's almost. I'm not going to knock on wood. Knock on wood. There's a very strong chance Christian McCaffrey's representing the 49ers in the Super Bowl you know, so he's got a game behind that.
0: That, I mean, he's the favorite for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's the favorite for a reason. Uh, we got Gavin in the chat saying I have money on the Ravens taking it. Uh, scampers, any futures on out on David Tepper starting the season as head coach because he's a butthole. Yeah. He needs, he needs someone like Mike Frable in there. Just kind of tell him to fuck off. Uh, sorry about it, Mr. Scampers. Uh, and DD saying they have to knock out some walls for sure. Yeah. All I'll say is, and I don't know how I would best attack this, but I think either the Packers or the Steelers are going to pull the upset this week. I just have a feeling we're going to see a little bit of Yo. chaos. Just I, the Packers have kind of been hot lately. The Packers have been hot. The defense playing a little better, other than hot, yeah, yeah, like like other than Joe Barry. I mean, Jordan Love's been one of the best quarterbacks this past month, probably the best, honestly, when you think about it. And the Steelers are playing with a little bit of house money. They shouldn't be here to begin with, although they want T.J. Watt, so. Um, are we going
1: to tell it what our bets are for the weekend per team.
0: Uh, if we have time, if we have time, yeah. If we have time, uh, we'll, we we can get back to it. I want to get back to our props. DD saying the Packers, Eric, what do you think? Do you think there's any chance for the Packers or the Steelers to pull a potential upset?
3: I mean, I probably wouldn't go there for either of them. Um, I guess I would say the Packers more than the Steelers. Uh, okay. without uh without your boy watt right like yeah such a such a huge loss for uh, the the core of that team Heartbreaking. but i mean honestly i i think i think we're gonna see dallas and uh and buffalo win pretty comfortably in in the open plus weekend. seven and a
1: half plus seven and a half for green bay give me that give me that i'll take green bay All i'll like take it. green bay it's Plus seven. even if even if dallas wins <laughs> plus seven and a half i like that I jerry's
0: really world all rams right
1: are, rams are getting an upset i like that
0: all right we got uh yeah we got hooves or uh, mr scamper saying rams gonna smash even though 90 plus percent of the money is on them i, I i'm scared for detroit i think the rams are gonna win but i, I don't want to put that out in the universe quite yet yeah. um Hoove, let's get to your player props uh what do you got for us first so, like I said, I was going to rebuttal him. I just wanted to know what his mindset was on
1: how far the Cowboys are going to go. Because I got the 49ers going to the Super Bowl. I so, do. I'm going to take um, – or I'll do the second one first. So, pull that one up. I'm going to do most receiving yards plus 700 Brandon Ayuk. All right. It's it's. I think it's the second second prop on DraftKings right now, which, honestly, it makes the most sense. Most people are going to think that Debo Samuel is going to chip into it. But, you know, you got to follow the money. You got to follow the money line. If they're saying Brandon Ayuk is going to get the biggest feature in the offense, got to write it out. Go with the money. So plus 700, you can get a, you can get some good money on that. You know, you don't have to put big money, 50 bucks or so on it. Put 20 bucks down on Brandon <laughs> Ayuk plus
0: 700. That's... Those are
1: some big units, bud. Oh, shut your mouth. Oh, uh, 20 bucks. I That's not I work.
0: would you not rather take Debo at 20 to
1: 1? If it you... depends on it depends on the matchups. Like, I, there's a lot of matchups that I would say yes, but it's almost like kind of like the Eagles. You know, like you can bank on them on them riding out AJ Brown, but there's going to be some good games that Devontae Smith is like the prime guy, and Brandon Ayuk. He's been showing that he's like that wide receiver one just as well as Debo. So I wouldn't be surprised if Brandon Ayuk he's he's er, he's looking for that contract. So maybe he goes out there, he tries to earn a Super Bowl MVP by Having the most receiving yards in the playoffs.
0: Eric, how do you feel about the 49ers' uh, options here? W- would you invest at all a 20 to 1 for Debo, a 7 to 1 for Brandon Ayuk? Kind of right in that range with Ayuk. We got Rashid Rice, actually, 7.5 to 1, the fifth highest favorite. And then Amon Ra and Tyreek, both at 6.5 to 1.
3: Yeah, look, I. I completely agree with Hoove that uh, San Francisco will be representing the NFC in the Super yeah. Bowl. Um, the things that make it tricky there are they don't have that extra game, right? They have the luxury of the buy, which yeah. uh, by yes. by and large helps uh, helps ensure their their chances of making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but also the the offense isn't quite as concentrated um, as you see with some of the other teams in there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of the two, I would probably lean towards Debo. Um, just because statistically, like they're neck and neck in in target share, Brandon Ayuk does lead the the team in target share around twenty five percent, whereas Debo is closer to twenty two percent. But you know that that difference in price mm-hmm. is really what catches catches my attention. But candidly, like I I think both of these are 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 perfectly playable bets, right? Like seven to one for a guy that you are going to get three games out of, you know that theoretically san francisco is very likely to be in matchups where they're going to need to score like i i I like this passing attack in general so i I think either of these are fine options but usually as a tiebreaker uh when things are close i'll i'll go with the longer odds seth what's the line at puka uh
0: let me pull it up uh puka 30 to 1 Eric,
1: let's make a bet. A little fun, but, you know, we don't have to put money on it. You know, whatever, whatever. We can just do it for fun. I will bet that Puka gets more receiving yards. Or, honestly, I'd even take
0: Nico Collins. Over who? CD Over CD. Oh, you're on, dry, dude. Oh, I, I, uh, this, Eric probably hopes fans. there's money on Why that?
1: not? Why not the Texans? Ask yourself that. Why not the Texans?
3: I mean, you're not going to find me making a, an argument against the Texans, right? Like, that's very much so where Why my not. where my biases lie, but um, they, get I, out,
1: they could get knocked out this week. They could. I mean, the Cowboys could easily get knocked out this week by the Packers. So, anyone? I want to go and ahead... And next week, easily, they could get knocked out, you know, by the Rams. Something like that. The Rams match up, you know, with the secondary. So, I'll take, a, like, Puka going against the Detroit Lions secondary... The Lions' cornerbacks aren't that good. They're getting exposed the deeper into the season that you get. So I can see Puka yeah. just really exposing them, yeah, or I even Nico Collins. That. Look at if you see them beat the if you see them beat the Browns. Let's say the Texans beat the Browns. Then they play the Ravens coming off a bye. Yeah, I can't do that. And you see the history with the Ravens choking against the one seed. And C.J. Stroud has shown that he's phenomenal. If the Bengals did it just a few seasons ago. Why not the Texans? You're not off-base.
0: You're not, no. Okay. You're not off-base at all, Hoof. I I do want to steer this conversation back to the 49ers, though, before we get away from it, for my first prop of the night. It's Brock Purdy, most playoff passing yards, plus 550. Right now in this market, he comes in at fourth right here, tied with Pat Mahomes at 5.5-1. to Josh Allen, 5-1. to Dak Prescott, uh, plus 360 is what you're looking at. And then we, we have some longer shots down the board. I just think Brock Purdy here, like you guys said, I think he's going to be the one who's representing the NFC in the Super Bowl here. And like when they're minus money to make it there, it makes me feel even more confident in it. Brock Purdy's averaged 251 passing yards per game this season and uh, very favorable matchups here, at least for the second round. It's either going to be the Packers, the Rams, the Bucks or the Eagles. Those are all subpar secondaries. I think he can exploit them. Same with the second round matchup, the uh, conference championship, if they were to make it there, Cowboys or Lions also been known to get burned by some wide receivers. So I like that a lot. And like, let's just look at what Brock Purdy did last season, boys, in in these playoff games. Average 273 passing yards per game. No turnovers in his two healthy starts. And the team and the offense are just better now. Number two in total yards. Number four in passing yards. I like Brock Purdy. Like, this is my favorite bet. Five and a half to one. Most playoff passing yards. I'm laying a unit down on it. Last year, I was on Christian McCaffrey about this price for the rushing yards. I think it's Purdy this year for the passing yards. Uh, Eric, any digression from you on this?
3: No, none. Um, I think I think we kind of made the case with uh, all of us liking San Francisco to make yeah. their way to the, the yeah. Super Bowl. So getting three games in is key. Um, and kind of like a you know, as I was waffling over which Forty Nine er receiver to place a receiving line on, I think that's just you know a, a further tip of the cap to to brock purdy right he's the one that has these receivers at his disposal right so um you know I, I think he's got uh statistically the best odds to to play at least three games and you know his i mean his his arsenal of weapons is deep right christian mccaffrey kind of yeah. good at catching yeah. the uh the ball out of the backfield george yeah. kittle no slouch yeah. himself right so yeah. yeah i mean i i would love i love getting in there at what is it 550 i could totally yeah. take that price
0: I think the only like the only way I think you get beat, Hoop, is if 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 it's Pat Mahomes or like a Joe Flacco or Josh Allen who are making it out of you know playing through all three rounds here on the AFC side to make it to the Super Bowl. I think that's the only way you get beat here, pretty much. If you if you take this.
1: Okay, I I hate that I'm the only one that's going against Brock Purdy for this, but hear me out. All right, we've seen it kyle shanahan every time he's in the playoffs what does he do this i mean even since the i think it's, half different, the now, Bowl, dude, it's different now dude it's
0: different now it's like right they're not that team anymore bro they're not i know he's gonna ride the hell out of mccaffrey but they're not that team bro like they aren't they're, they're i watch this team i'll tell you i'll tell you Watch. i they're, guarantee you they're passing yards per game bro third and point scored like this so lethal they're not winning because their defense anymore
1: this is different this is playoff football this is playoff football. He's it's gonna favorite. sling
0: the fucking pill, hoove. I believe. he will.
1: He will. But not the same, not like my bet. My bet is Josh Allen. I don't know what the bet is. I got. I got. He's Josh five Allen to one. He's five. to one. it. He's gonna be slinging it, trying to get to the Super Bowl. This is the year. He they see the, he sees a weekend Chiefs team. He's gonna come out there balling in the playoffs. You watch. Everyone's talking about him and Diggs. So can I go? Can I do my next bet? Since we're transitioning into it. Yeah. All right, second one, most receiving touchdowns at plus seven hundred. Stephon Diggs. All right, so why not? Like, like I said, they're going to be chasing. He's been
0: cheeks. (laughs) He's been been cheeks.
1: But playoff Stephon Diggs is different. All right, maybe Stephon Diggs he sees that opportunity. He sees a weakened Ravens team. Who knows? Maybe the Texans do knock off the one seed Ravens. There's an opportunity there. They win this week, they beat up on a weekend Steelers team next week. Upsets happen. And all of a sudden they're staring at an NFC or an AFC championship. And Stephon Diggs, if we all know Gabe Davis, you know, Gabe Davis could be a, a like a great asset during the playoffs, you know, get a lot of yards, but Stephon Diggs is going to be the guy that Josh Allen banks on. Like, if we're going to win this thing, we're going to do it this way. So I would not be surprised if Stephon Diggs walks up, walks out of here most receiving touchdowns. Even if they don't win the Super Bowl, because the 49ers defense is just that much better, I could see Stephon Diggs just going on this insane run for the playoffs because they're chasing something
0: different. Eric, I'll put my you, money there. Eric, your thoughts?
3: You know, I'm not mad at it. Didi um, I is. Didi is mad. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I think we in. see him perform in a fashion that's more uh aligned with what we've seen out of his career in buffalo over the course mm-hmm. of of this, okay. this postseason right okay um he's he's got the he's got the benefit of playing in the first weekend right so you can you can accumulate uh some additional some additional stats there and i mean he's he's tied for eighth in the league in terms of receiving touchdowns right so like it's it's not like we're plucking him out of out of obscurity after yeah. this first matchup against your steelers you know kind of like I was saying with regard to all the afc points like who whoever is coming out of the afc is going to is going to be doing doing so on the back of their offense right like there's yeah, going to be some yep. points put up in the divisional and in the conference rounds in, in in that side of the bracket so if if you like Buffalo to make the run like you know Stefan Diggs would would easily be the favorite amongst his teammates and you know at, at that point like getting him at, at this price I, I think you could make a, a pretty defendable case for it
0: all right, fair enough. We got Toronto
3: D you know in the chat. You
1: know how great that would be? You know how great that would be? All those people that talk all that shit about Josh Allen leading the league in picks. It would be crazy. To it. It's quite he's, the
0: turnaround. It's he's quite there the turnaround.
1: And the Ravens aren't, Dolphins aren't, Chiefs aren't. Josh Allen's the guy that has to try to dethrone the 49ers. Can Josh Allen do what Patrick Mahomes did? Maybe I'm just stirring the pot a little bit. Maybe I don't know.
0: You are but. stirring the pot, my friend. You are. You like to stir the pot. We got Dave saying hashtag Bills Mafia. Good I to mean. see you tonight, buddy. Thanks for tuning in with us. Uh, I'm with Didi. It's not bad, Hoove, but just no. But just no, yeah. Just right. just no for me. Uh, I'll transition us out of here with my last playoff uh Playoff special I'm going to be placing here heading into the weekend. Jalen Hurts, over one and a half playoff rushing touchdowns, plus 125. I'm going a unit on this. As bad as the Eagles have played, and as much as I've been on this Baker Mayfield fanboy hype train all season long, he's kind of limping around right now. Like they just scored, what, nine points against the Panthers? Wasn't the best performance. And I think the Eagles are at least going to find their way to two games played here in the postseason. Hertz has 15 regular rushing or regular season rushing touchdowns this season, four games with multiple touchdowns too. So if they do get bounced in a week one of the postseason, there's still like a 23, 24% chance he hits this no matter what five rushing touchdowns in three postseason games last season. So, you know, he's can do this. He has, he had what three touchdowns uh, on the ground in the Super Bowl? and penalties are what lead to this tush push. I feel like, and no one really talks to that. uh, about that tampa bay 13th most penalties this season cowboys who they could see in the second round second most 49ers 11th most lions 16th most so i don't know this one like when i was searching around for like a guaranteed lock it smash it get it under this is what i wanted this is what i wanted jalen hurts over one and a half playoff rushing touchdowns any digression from from the board here
1: I wow. Know. I don't know. I I this offense looks terrible. They do they just look weak. We beat the fucking soul out of them. Before they haven't looked the same since they beat since they played the 49ers. We pushed we pushed that security guard and since then Dom, that Big was Dom, soul. Big
0: Dom the, the yeah, we metro, pushed, yeah.
1: We pushed Big Dom and they haven't been the same <laughs> since. All right. So
0: I, I, can they turn it on enough, Eric, you think, dude, to get two, don't, two rushing don't touchdowns? Don't that on Baker Mayfield, man. You think they can do it, Eric?
3: Yeah, I think they can, right? I mean, like, this, this is very much so a cornerstone of their offense. Um, you know, by, by hook or by crook, it seems like they're always getting that penalty at the one-yard line or getting someone tackled at the one-and-a-half, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're talking about two games, potentially two – plus games right like um you know their their path out of this side of the bracket isn't the craziest thing in the world especially i mean if we're calling for packers upsets if we're calling for rams upsets that that means that if the eagles (laughs) win this (laughs) week they're gonna they're gonna avoid the the 49ers in the in the in the second round right so like there's a potential that they're you know they're looking at three games playing this i just yeah yeah and and we only like like, we only need two there are plenty of games this year where he's getting two tush push touchdowns, yeah. right? So four like, of them, twenty three percent, baby. I don't, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility at all. I, I mean, if I'm being candid, like I don't, I don't love the price, like plus one twenty five. I, I would think this would be like a one seventy five plus okay. two hundred kind of bet, but yeah. In in terms of like the likelihood of it happening, I, I think it's it's got a pretty good shot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, shout out DraftKings for uh, everything they're doing right now, putting out some, some cool different markets for NFL betting. We really appreciate them and everything they're they're doing here this season. Um guys, great discussion here. If you guys have any bets in the in the chat that you want to run by us or anything you're down on or th- considering getting down on, yes. let us know and and we will gladly uh answer those questions for you. Um but in the meantime, we're going to go translate into uh our good news section of the week. All right, so good news. We are bringing some feel-good headlines to you from the pop culture, the sports world, and the news world. Eric, I think you have the the, the most uh, serious and you know, like, like super good news uh, headline of the week. So let's throw it to you first, my friend.
3: Oh man, the pressure's on. Um, so starting in the year twenty twenty four. Um, it is no longer required to have a prescription in order to get birth control in the state of New Jersey. So yeah. basically, I mean it's it's kind of like a it's kind of a black and white thing for me. Anything that uh gives people autonomy over their bodies that gives uh women autonomy over their reproductive rights is something that's always going to be good news for me. So shout out New Jersey. Um, it's a scary time to be. A person and certainly a woman in this country so uh any place that is going to uh you know move move the needle in the right direction even if it's an incremental amount is a place that is going to get a shout out from me
0: and jersey doesn't get enough fucking shout outs my friend so thank you for bringing this to our attention um not only birth control coming in uh Medical marijuana has also kind of just recently been recreationally legalized there. So, uh, yeah, shout out Jersey, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, shout out, (laughs) shout out New Jersey from Dave here in the chat. Let's go, baby. Uh, Hoove, what is your good news headline of the week, my friend? My good news
1: is for tonight after this is done at nine o'clock, which means it probably should should be airing now. Yeah, it's nine thirty my time. (laughs) Echo is now available on Disney Plus. I'm a big Marvel fan, and so this is the next next part of the series. You know, I'm waiting waiting for Secret Wars, but this is kind of getting to the the home of New York. You're gonna get those more more grounded superheroes like Daredevil, like Spider Man. It's more going down to the streets. And Echo is uh, is a part of um, part of the series that came from the Hawkeye series, and uh, you have uh, Vincent D'Onofrio coming back from his Netflix. Uh, netflix role playing kingpin so it's uh i'm really excited you get all nine episodes in one night you don't have to wait week to wow. week you get all of them in one night so Disney
0: usually doesn't uh, do that either they usually make uh, you you know wait here and there for them. so uh, so i'm excited i'm excited
1: cool. to see what uh what they came up with you know i got plenty of marvel stuff behind me
0: Nice. Yeah. Eric, are you up to date on the MCU? Cause I, a couple of years ago during COVID, I took some time and I caught back up to, I, I think infinity war. And right. I, 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 haven't really kept up with it since then. I have watched some here and there. Um, are you caught up?
3: No. And it really pisses me off because, um, I was totally into the comic books as yeah. as a kid. Um, you know, I, I, caught some of like the very early MCU movies before it like really became its own universe. Mm-hmm. And then I just fell behind and never really was able to yeah. catch up. So, like, yeah. I I want to like it and I want to be into it. But I just, like, I feel like I'm so far behind that I can never actually get caught up to it. So, someday I'll, um, I'll get laid off or get COVID again <laughs> and have to isolate for a bunch of times um, and, and try my best. But, yeah, I'm so far behind on all of it and I don't want to be.
0: The good news is your kids are getting of that age soon. So, maybe they'll, you know, maybe they'll put some Man, of their stuff. I thought stuff- we had
3: a window... <laughs> They've, um, on Disney+, Plus. they've got these I Am Groot shorts. They're, like, seven minutes long. My kids go bananas for them. And I was like, this is my chance. I tried to weave in some Guardians of the Galaxy. They weren't having it. They were like, what Uh, is this? Guardians
0: of the Galaxy, maybe start them out like Spider-Man or something. Like, I think you got to work your way up. Maybe Iron Man. Iron Man's pretty, you know what I mean? I don't know.
3: They were but, into Groot though. I was like, "All right, I'll meet them where they are. Yeah. We'll go right down this Groot path." And they they weren't having it, but yeah, once once they get into it, I'll I'll have plenty of time to catch up.
1: We've talked about it in the show that my, in the past my love of popcorn and how I'll go to the theater and just bring it home. But uh, I'm also the same guy that because I love popcorn so much, I'm also the same nerd that will go and see superhero movies the night of. Like I will go see everything. I'll go see DC. I'll go see a Marvel. I saw Blue Beetle opening night. I actually okay. haven't seen the Marvels yet, okay. you know, which is really off brand for me. But um, I'm always the guy. I'm always the guy that's there opening night. And they always they always premiere it premiere it for Friday, but it's out Thursdays actually most of the time at the theaters. So me and the rest of the nerds were, were there on Thursdays. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'll be binging this series for sure. My boss is gonna kill me because I'm gonna be stumbling
0: into work tomorrow. Like <laughs> I'll all groggy and tired so it'll be fun dd saying shame seth lol love comics and omnis what are omnis hoov? can you catch me on that slang
1: i'm not the guy to ask
0: okay well,
1: okay i just I just show up to watch the movies man okay, all right dd says she's a big nerd with you as well um, i also watch more youtube videos on on marvel stuff and wwe like what's gonna happen next type storylines <laughs> and that kind of stuff that i do fantasy football so part
0: of the algorithm baby let's go i am part of the algorithm (laughs) all right i will round us out with my good news headline of the week and it is Jameis winston continues to be an absolute national treasure i personally want more Jameis winston in my life i don't know if that's a podcast when he's done playing or if that's a show now like I just want more of this guy in my life. I absolutely love what he brings to the table. Um, So basically to catch you guys up on, on what happened here over the weekend, he was uh, he was joined by his teammates in vetoing Dennis Allen's decision to take victory formation and go down for a knee after Tyron Matthew almost ran back a pick six. They had the ball in the one little time left. They were up a shit ton and, To kind of make it a little bit worse for Arthur Smith. Rub a little more salt in that fucking wound. Uh, Jameis and the the Saints offense talked about it. They wanted to get Jamal Williams a touchdown. He had, what, like 16 last year? Hadn't had any this season so i'm just gonna i'm gonna play this for you guys we we, we can react as it's happening and uh james Winston
2: to d.a because the play was was victory uh, but i also explained to d.a that it was a team decision and uh and i think when you have the, a team morale, and i asked the guys i say guys like what do you what do you want to do we know how much jamal is <laughs> to up. this team and, and i understood from d.a's perspective so i i, I give him that yeah. Yeah, but d.a didn't condone that at all yeah. you know he, he didn't however uh, we decided as a team to do it, and man, we got an interception to the one yard line. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. so. If, if 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 we would have scored, would it still would have been disrespectful? Right. You know. So uh, Tyron wasn't in on it, was he? You I know, love that. <laughs> no, uh, it was it was a, it was offensive team discussion. However, when you when you return the ball to the one-yard line, and you have the opportunity. We just had the opportunity, and uh, and we decided. Do you think it's the kind of thing, though, that is forgotten fairly quickly? or You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it should be forgotten, especially when the score is already 41-17, <laughs> because I, I don't know how, how much worse it can get. <laughs> uh, but I got a ton of respect for Arthur Smith and the coach that he is. Uh, I think they do some incredible things. I didn't mean to, I didn't want to disrespect. That was not my intention. Uh, my intention was to lead the team that I've been with the entire year, and we made a collective decision that we wanted to get one of our guys who they fight with blood, sweat, and tears every game in the end zone. And uh, I'm going to feel good about that.
0: I love it, man. I love Jameis Winston. Um, What's your guys' initial reaction to hearing that? I'll let you go ahead. I got Ooh. a few
1: things um,
3: to say. I, I mean, I'm, I'm completely here for it, right? Like, the <laughs> – the interview was amazing because like he's talking about how he's got nothing but respect for Arthur Smith and the Falcons, but also we were already beating that ass. So like <laughs> what does seven more points matter? Well, I, I think the part. point that he was trying to get at was like, it was less about the Falcons and more about Jamal Williams, who is yeah. like universally regarded as a phenomenal teammate and someone that people would just like love having in the locker room. So like cool story that like everyone got up and they're like, Hey, I, I know coach said do this, but like, Jamal's coming in. He was he was a he was a big free agent signer a free agent acquisition. I think he broke the Lions single season touchdown yeah. record the year before. Barry's and to follow that up with a zero touchdown season, like wanted to show their boy a little bit of love. But also Jimmy Graham, like he, he came out. I think he I think he tweeted this. He was he's telling people to get off of Jameis Winston's back um you know loves the city best teammate Jimmy he's grandpa, ever had baby. oh yeah like he embodies wow. everything that we we can ask for in a leader we're in a rare situation we'll take possible we'll take responsibility yeah nobody thought it would get blown out of proportion also fuck the falcons right? <laughs> like there's still those division those division hatreds going through so you know however much they want to spin it like clearly you know it being an opportunity to twist a knife in the in the falcons was not something that wasn't part of the equation right
0: it's it's hilarious too because like taysom hill i don't think he wanted to be a part of it i think his vote was no and who would your vote have been no with taysom hill the 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 way you're looking over there too are you are you siding here with uh dennis allen's groupies no i'm not
1: I, i think that everyone's blowing it out of proportion and like people like shannon sharp going out and saying that Jameis winston should get cut for that no That's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. I guarantee that like he, he also knows this. He knows this as someone that's been in the locker room. I know this. I've been in a locker room. I know about team dynamic. And if Dennis Allen is supposed to be back next year, then he's fine. He's fine with his teammates. He's not undermining. They're not undermining him. I guarantee you that what happened was is that there's an unwritten rule and and everyone knows this. It's like in the NBA, you're not supposed to, like, go up and shoot layups, sure. you know, when it's in the final seconds because it's just out of it's out of pocket, you know, and there's a rule. But, you know, James, like, like uh, Jamal Williams, he came to New Orleans this offseason after a phenomenal season in Detroit. The season was a very big disappointment for New Orleans, you know, missing the playoffs and everything. And so he came there for a reason. Talk and about it wasted had,
0: money, too. and like, Yeah, wasted money
1: yeah wasted opportunity and so the fact that he couldn't have a win to you know finish out the year you know that's about the team so i'm i'm all for that that's ridiculous that people are going to call for his job and say that there's no team dynamic i guarantee what happened was is dennis allen called uh called victory formation james james said coach can we do this he said if you do it, I'm not signing off on it. <laughs> He's like, all right, back coach. <laughs> right, and, then bet. They, and then they went out and did it. And like, that's honestly like, okay, the best way, I know I'm the not great example out there, but it's like you being 15 and having your permit and being good enough driver, but you haven't passed the test yet. And your mom's like, you can take the car out, but if you get pulled over, I ain't saying I let you take it. It's like that. I and there's that. And, and it's a dynamic. It, it's a trust, you know? And, yeah. like, is I did there
0: that any... before I had a permit. i am be honest with you. Yeah.
1: So, you know, it's just a trust thing, you know, like, okay, you can have people over,
0: but without breaking I, the law, you,
1: yeah, like, I'm out of town, you can have people over, but if if you guys get caught doing something, I ain't gonna say I let you over, type vibe, you know, and like, yeah, no, that's, just, sure. that's just a good chemistry, you know, like, it's we're past that point in the NFL where it's like, dad says this, you know, like, how Shannon was saying about his, like, how his coach. Was like you don't gonna undermine your coach. These are paid professionals. They're not gonna like this is where it's different than college. You know, like they're not just gonna listen to someone because it's it's their coach. Like they're also a paid paid to do that role too. You know, it's different. You can't have certain uh, responsibilities over some other people. Like Arthur Smith can be mad all he wants.
0: He knew he was. He, knew he, was, he was mad ahead. too. How he about, knew, how about he that. He knew oh, that man. if he
1: lost, you heard the reports before the game. It wasn't like all of a sudden that. It, like, it just came out of nowhere after the game, after they said that they're going to commit to him. There was reports before that game that if they didn't win, Arthur was done. And he knew that. He was letting it out on someone else, and it's not good to put someone else's evil on another person. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's out of pocket, Arthur Smith. Good riddance. Absolutely. Dennis Allen, you made a fan out of me, man. You made a fan out of me. I like your coach's style, man. I, <laughs> no, I see through that shit.
2: no fuck dennis
0: allen he needs to be out of the job too no offense no offense but i don't like the vibe (laughs) that's a good way to
1: build your team
0: thank you all so much for joining us tonight it was great to talk some nfl betting some nfl head coaching changes and uh some good news headlines of the week as well thank you to everyone in the chat dd toronto dave mr scampers Albert, everyone who was riding with us tonight, we appreciate you guys so much. Uh, if you can continue to support us here at IBT, the easiest way, give this video a thumbs up if you enjoyed it. Subscribe to the channel if you aren't already. And then go check out the website, inbetweenmedia.com. We got a ton of content for you over there. NFL, PGA, NASCAR is on the horizon, entertainment. So uh, a lot of great stuff that, for you to check out there in written form as well. Uh, you can find all of us at our socials here on the screen. I'm at between underscore Seth FF. Eric is at Fantasy Nav. Hoove is at HooveTube. You can find in between media at IBT underscore media as well. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back a week from today. I don't know what we'll talk about yet, but we'll find something to talk about. It'll be fun as fuck. So uh, until then, you know what to do, y'all. Keep it in between. Thank y'all.